0: Well, peace and blessings to your family. This is, once again, Melchia Uriel. And I want to mention to you, I want to talk with you very briefly. By the way, thank you for stopping by again. Thank you for being interested. Thank you for listening. Uh, I do appreciate it. It means a lot to me. And uh, I want to say that uh, I'll try to take only a few minutes here, but I want to speak with you about a very personal Pesach. Pesach for those of you that do not know, is Hebrew for the Passover. And so many of you may recall the story in the book of Shemot or Exodus. You may note for what the Christians call the Old Testament. And of course, those of us who are Torah only, we, we of course, as mentioned, call it the book of Shemot, book of Exodus. And the Exodus story which has become quite well uh, some don't feel that it's controversial some feel that it never happened others feel as if it did happen and that they're waiting for archaeology to catch up Uh, they're waiting for archaeology to catch up to the Torah well regardless of your position there is an application of Pesach or Passover that everyone should embrace right it is written that there is one law for the stranger as well as the homeborn, there is one law. So there is one requirement of all peoples, and that is to walk the journey of the Torah and to embrace Yah or Elohim with all of their heart, with all of your mind, with all of your soul, and everything that you have. I want to say that, you know, when you consider my, uh, I don't want to call it a checkered past, but spiritually it has been somewhat checkered because... I began in Christianity, went into comedic studies, and then uh, did some uh, field work, I will call it, in African spirituality. I wanted to know what worked and uh, ended up getting worked on. That's a long story. I'll have to share that one with you sometime. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, I have a, a vast, I want to say, a, a vast enough spiritual background I'm not one of these individuals that have been in a spiritual corner and I only know one thing. Um, I have, I would not even say that I've been around the block. I have done some experimentation with spiritual things, some things I would never do again. But this I can say out of all that I have been through that this walk is by far the most fulfilling, the most truthful, the most honest, And the most prophetically potent that I have ever experienced and that's everything included and one of the potent things that I I love about this particular walk is Pesach it's Passover because it's intimate and it's personal well let's talk about let's take a few minutes and just talk about the intimate and personal highly subjective Uh, interaction of the Pesach because when you think about it it's about a people being set free, right? It's about a group of people being set free but as it becomes discovered very clearly, very plainly the group of people are no stronger than a given single individual within that group it's like you've heard it said that the a chain is only as strong as its weakest link and so it becomes true when you consider a people group, when you consider a nation, when you consider a team, it is only as strong and it is only as consistent as any indi- any individual will allow, right? If one individual in the team seems like compromising, giving up, then the team itself is has become weakened. And... With that being stated, it's important that we have an individual walk and that we take individual responsibility because on an individual level, we are important to what YAH our Elohim is doing in the Torah and in our present day with our present existence. As it is mentioned in the passage of scripture, it states that, you know, the children of israel our ancient ancestors when they set out from mitzrayim or kemet when they set out they set out on foot and this is significant to me because that means that each and every one of us we were responsible right we were responsible for doing what was necessary in order to make the journey we had to make the journey we needed to put one foot in front of the other Which means that we were, each and every one of us, we were personally responsible for taking the right steps in the right direction. Now, you understand that it's important for us today to make the right moves, right? To make the right decisions and the right choices. But it becomes doubly so when you look at the fact that, you know, we as individuals, many times we're fooled, or I should say we're we're mesmerized by our own sense of normalcy. What we think is normal, what we think is every day, is actually very significant in the eyes of our Elohim, because what we do signifies and solidifies our present spiritual disposition, and it and it causes us, it causes us to have to, by means of consistency and, and by means of integrity, it causes us to once again speak our statement, demonstrate our statement over and over again with every action that we make. Consider it, if you will, like a carpenter building a house. Imagine to yourself how many nails must he or she pound in in order to sufficiently build the structure of a house. I don't care if you're using a nail gun, yes, it makes it easier, but how many nails will have to be put in, right? If it's old fashioned, you've got a hammer, you've got a nail, and you've got to pound that thing in and you've got so many, hundreds of nails to put in and that is going to take consistency of action. It's gonna take integrity of stroke where each stroke of the hammer is as powerful and as potent as the next. And you put one nail in and then you go to the next nail. And what does that do? It means that you must be consistent in your walk. And this, you know, anyone can do the right thing for a few minutes. Anyone can do the right thing for a day. Anyone can do the right thing, perhaps even for a week. But what about making something a way of life, right? What about changing your walk to always go in the right direction like our ancient ancestors had to do? It's easy to do something for a moment, but what about doing it for a lifetime? And this is the journey that our ancestors embarked on. They were responsible for actually putting one foot in front of the other and leaving a place of bondage, leaving a place of restriction, leaving a place where they were socially unaccepted, leaving a place where they were ostracized and rejected and marching out to a place that their eyes had not seen, but. That their hearts only had hoped for and it's a place of freedom a place of free expression a place of limitless a place where they could fully actualize all that they were and all that they could ever be in the company of like minds like hearts and with enough joy and understanding to boot that is what they went toward they went to a place to where every action of their hands could yield produce and could, they could be productive and they could build rather than spending all of their actions and their time and their energy making someone else rich, making someone else happy, trying to please someone else, but every ounce of their labor and every ounce of their effort, every ounce of their talent would go towards building up themselves and their community and their nation. That's valuable. Because even now, as I find myself longing to retire, I, one of the main reasons I want to retire is because I'm going to live life on my terms. Since the age of 12, I have worked hard all the days of my life. And I, that, yeah, 12 was when I had my first full-time job. And I have worked very hard all of my life. And I'm ready to start living life on my terms because of everything that I've mentioned, the self-actualization, the you know, productivity, on and on and on and on. But there are would-be forces that don't want that to happen. There are forces that don't want that to happen. In fact, your labor and your your talent, your skills, your knowledge is considered to be their wealth. They have put a, a tag, a owner's tag on your wealth on your energy and on your knowledge and so what you know is being siphoned out the energy of your body your arms and your legs is being lent if you will towards someone else's wealth making them rich making them happy pleasing them allowing their dreams to come true but i need to ask you a question what about your dreams what about your goals what about your desire what about the unctions that you have to do something what about the intuition that you have that you need to go in a certain direction and maybe start a business or or start helping people or start teaching or start what about that what about your life fulfillment what about your destiny and your goals and your agenda what about that right For you to experience all of those things, you need to be free. And in order for you to be free, then you need to embark upon a personal Pesach. So, in other words, you need your own exodus, right? But let's, if you give me just a few more moments... What does the Exodus consist of? Okay, so these are the basic elements of an Exodus. And I might add, these are the basic elements of a personal Exodus. One, you need a divine being such as Yah, or Elohim. And by the way, I call him Yah. For those of you that are not used to hearing God's name being called Yah, I call him that because of Psalms 68 and 4. The letter J was had not yet been... Invented when the Torah was written and when the Ketuvim were written and so in the Ketuvim in Psalms 68 and 4 it speaks of praising his name and calling his name Yah and so uh, this is of course a, an abbreviation for the Tetragrammaton and I of course I say Yah because of Psalms 68 and 4 and a number of other scriptures well in order for us to embark upon our own exodus, our own breaking free from limitation, our own breaking free from all that stops us, hinders us, and binds us, we are going to have to have and embrace the reality of a divine being, YAH our Elohim, the all-powerful, the creator of the heavens and the earth. We need to understand and embrace the fact that He is with us, He is for us, and He's for our liberty. He is for. You living in the fullness of self-actualization, you living to the fullness of your potential, you living without restraint, and you living as he has originally intended. He's for it, okay? So we have that on our side, right? High fives for everybody. We've got that on our side. Good. Well, what do you need next? You need a mandate, right? You need a mandate and you need instructions that will somehow bring about the activation of Yah's divine power in your life. Now, that is what the Passover is for those of us who embrace the Torah and also embrace the special moment of Pesach. That's what it is for us. It is, it is prophetic initiation. Uh, it is activation of prophetic powers, the powers of our Elohim, to set free and to deliver. Because what was the Passover? The Passover was when a lamb was slain. And of course, its blood was put upon the door lentils left and right. And as well as the door mantle above. And that death of the animal. Meant that when the destroyer comes. He would literally pass over the house. And not take away from the house. Right? And so... The Passover, then, is a declaration that we believe YAH, our Elohim, that if we do what He says to do, even though it may seem illogical in the moment, if we do what He says to do, we will not suffer loss, but rather we shall gain, and we shall gain our freedom, and we shall gain all of the goodies that I mentioned before, if we follow and if we obey. The prophetic action of doing what He says activates His power and brings about His ability to enter into our lives because of our cooperation and then for Him to work wonders and signs on our behalf. And so, let me just take a few more minutes in detail for you how to activate and and actually participate in a personal Pesach. It becomes personal when you realize that everything about Pesach Everything about Passover, it's about you individually, okay? Now, keep in mind that the Passover lamb was not a sacrifice for sin. It had nothing to do with sin. It had nothing to do with the level of righteousness of the people. It had nothing to do with that at all. But the Passover lamb was about individuals being able to go free from bondage into liberty. So wait a minute. When we embrace a personal Pasach, one of the things that we're going to do is we're going to sacrifice a sacrificial lamb. And what lamb is that? Well, the story of Abraham, Isaac, and his naming of the mountain, Jehovah Yireh, which means that uh, the Lord our God, He will see, right? He saw that he was in need of a sacrifice, and so he provided one. Well, originally, Isaac was gonna be the sacrifice, right? So how does that come into play here? It comes into play in that on a subjective level, and on a spiritual level, you become the sacrifice in that your soul becomes the sacrifice. And when I'm talking about your soul, I mean that old you that was stuck to the limitations old you that is stuck to self-annihilation and self-hatred, the old you that is stuck to the old ways of bondage, that individual has to die, and that is the sacrificial lamb, putting its blood upon the entrance, right? In other words, sacrificing the life of that sorry individual that's self-defeating, self-annihilating, self-hating, um, you know, self ostracizing, self—you know—a number of different things, self sabotaging. The life force of that sick individual that's keeping you limited is going to pave the way, with Yah's help, putting putting that all of that life force, all of that negativity, upon the doorway. Of your present existence is going to allow you to break free into the newness so you must sacrifice and get rid of the old mindset the old mindset of limitation the old mindset that says i can't the old mindset that says that you're not worthy you need to get rid of all of that and sacrifice that lamb sacrifice that lamb, that animalistic nature that says that you're not worthy, that animalistic nature that fights against you and and defeats all the good that you want to accomplish, you must sacrifice it and allow that life force to be placed upon the door, the exit door, the exit door to that which is your limitation. After that, the next thing that you need, we have YAH on our side, We have that sacrificial lamb sacrificed, right? That animalistic mentality that defeats us. Well, that being the case, right? Now that we've done that, the next thing that we need is we need community and we also need the ability... To know the general direction that we're going which is out of bondage into freedom so what does that look like well it looks like a couple of things one you making up your mind that you are going to definitely above and beyond the shadow of a doubt be free from this moment forward no longer limiting yourselves but understanding that in any given moment yah or elohim can provide for you can work a miracle for you he can show up every day of your life in a myriad of different ways, in a million different ways, right? So every day, expect that. Expect newness. Expect the sun to shine brighter expect Ya our Elohim to be on your side expect it look for it right forget about the old stupid stuff that you've done forget about the old ways forget about that forget about how you don't deserve all of that's dead today this moment is the first moment and the first day of the rest of your life you can be free in it you can be new in it and you can keep right on moving so expect our Elohim to do something on your behalf that is great now you need to congregate with individuals that are of like mind, uh, you know, just connect with individuals that are on the same high vibration as yourself. And you know what? And just begin to live life fully and completely. This is what you need to begin. And with this being stated, it's important that you continue this personal pasach, not just once a year, but that you do it even on a daily basis. Remind yourself that you're on your way to your own personal promised land that YAH or Elohim has guaranteed for you well i'm Melchior uriel i've taken a little bit longer than what i wanted but hey enjoy this pasach i hope that you have enjoyed it and may you also even though even though the date may have passed for some i hope that you take me up on this opportunity and that you enjoy your own personal pasach as i simply review You need a personal Pesach in order to set yourself free from limitation, self-annihilation, self-hatred, and negative self-talk. And you can do that because one, you have Yah our Elohim on your side and you have his direction. Now is the time for you to defeat that animalistic nature that is within you, which says to you that you can't make it. You're not worthy. You'll never make it. You'll never amount to anything, you know. Um, so forth and so on. And once you've done that daily, take steps, daily, take steps towards your freedom, your liberation. And for those of you that want even more information about this, I'm going to leave the link for the YouTube video. In the description and hey just go for your joy go for your peace and live out of your joy live out of your peace before Yah our Elohim on a daily basis well once again I'm Melchi Uriel. thank you for stopping by thank you for being patient with me though I've taken more time than what I wanted but hey if you're helped by this if you're edified by this then it's worth it so do subscribe do like and hey we'll see you on the other side